Easter. Easter. When you're living on the right side of Easter, you recognize that it's not about Peter Cottontail. It's not about Easter eggs. But it's about a person. I want you to think about it. He never wrote one single book. Yet more literature, the classics, more books have been authored for His glory in His name than any other personage. He never composed any music. He never wrote a single solitary musical note. Yet Beethoven, Bach, Mendelssohn, Mozart, their greatest masterpieces were to His honor and to His glory. He never painted a picture with a brush. Yet go, go to the DIA, go to any museum in the world, and the world's greatest masterpieces of art have been fashioned for His glory in tribute of this one solitary man. A simple, humble carpenter who came from the little town of Nazareth and still shakes the world today, this hour. It's His story that we present to you this morning in both music and drama. This day, this hour, this Easter, Lakeside Assembly of God is privileged to present to you New Day. God bless you as you enjoy it. Let us praise God for His glorious grace, for the free gift He gave us in His dear Son. You have brought me to the water Where my past can be swept away In the current of your mercy And I know I'll never be the same There's no limit to your promise Jesus, you have done it all for me Jesus, you have done it all for me Grace comes like a wave crashing over me. Grace comes like a wave crashing over and over and over. I will jump into the water where my soul can be satisfied. Over and over
Ephesians 2.8 says, For it's by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift from God. in the water with a love that flows so deep wash over me wash over me salvation in the water with a love that flows so deep wash over me wash over me grace comes like a today. Who is this Jesus? Some new slave or gladiator who's caught your attention? Oh no, he's not a Roman, not a slave or a gladiator. He's a Jewish carpenter from Nazareth. A Jewish carpenter? What do you need with a Jewish carpenter? Jesus is a prophet, a healer, a teacher. Some say he is a god. A god? <laughs> Roman history and mythology is of gods. Not just a God, the son of the one true God. They say he is the Messiah, the deliverer of the Jews. I was hoping that maybe I could go to town. I was hoping that maybe I could catch a glimpse of him, to hear him teach about God. I would be back in time to help with your bath. Fine, fine. Be on your way. I would like to learn about the one true God, too. But it's highly unlikely my husband, Pilate, would approve of me going to see the deliverer of the Jewish nation, even if he does claim to be the Son of God.
My love, wait up! These old legs won't move as fast as they used to. Elmer, what's the matter? Are your legs sleeping? Wake them up. Hey! We got to get to the city early today. Early? Last time we were up this early, you got a bargain on smelly fish. I got a bargain on smelly fish? Mm. How was I supposed to know the man said it was fresh? I didn't know it came all the way from Galilee. Asaba, my desert tulip. Well, when the man showed up as a door-to-door salesman, you should have suspected something. I should have suspected something? Mm-hmm. Omar, really? That fish made it the best party we've had in years? Everybody was talking about it. Asaba, jewel of my heart. That was the only party we've had in years. Of course they were talking about it. The only party we've had in years, really, Omar? Esaba, my dear, why is it whenever I say something to you, you say the same thing back to me? Why do I always say the same thing back to you that you just said to me? There! She did it again! Omar, you are just getting senile. You can't even remember what I just said to you. Oh, God, this woman you gave me, she's got an answer for everything. And don't you forget it. And she always has to have the last word. Omar, come on. My goodness gracious. All right, let's... Oh, no, you're trying to climb the hill again. Oh, no. Those pesky hills. Oh, no, up you go, baby. Your legs still move like they used to. Here we go. Oh, no. Don't worry, no one saw... No one at all. Up we go. Okay, well, help me up. Baby, if you were one of Solomon's wives, you'd be the top 20. Here we go. Oh, you did it. Ah. Oh, my. Huh. Listen. Mm. This man that they call the Messiah. Ooh. The chosen one. Mm. They say he's coming into the city this very day. Oh. He's going to overthrow the Romans and set up the kingdom of God. Oh, I too believe this man might be the one we've been waiting for, but overthrow the Romans? Why, that would take an army. And he's only got 12 men and a, a few women followers. But oh, if he could, my, I'd love to see the day that the Lord will come. I really do believe he's the chosen one. Just think, we can tell our children that we were in the city the day the Messiah arrived. Oh, it will be great. We can not only tell our children, we can tell our grandchildren. Our great-grandchildren. Ooh. Our great-great-grandchildren. Oh, baby. That we were in the city the day the Messiah arrived. Now, that sounds good. Oh. Ruffians. Get them out of here. You. Huh. You two. Yes? What's your business this here? 
early in the morning. Well, uh, we just wanted to get to the uh, here early because uh, my wife, she doesn't like crowds, you know. Crowds? I see no crowds. Well, they're not here yet, but... You know what? There's going to be hundreds, yeah. no thousands. Oh? You're to see when Jesus comes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who is this Jesus? Jesus? Why, hmm. Ah, he's a teacher and a, a healer. And he's performed many signs and wonders. He's even fed 5,000 men with a little boy's lunch. Not only that, he raised a dead man back to life. In four days, called him right out of his tomb. Seems like I did hear something about that. Uh, The man's name was Lazarus from Bethany, right? Yes, that's the one. You got it. But let me tell you, he's not just a healer. He's a messiah, the chosen one. And he's going to save us from you. He's going to save us from the hands of the Romans. Yes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when he gets here, he's gonna. Oh! Hold on, oh. baby. Stay back. You'll lose your hair again. Oh! Really now? Save you from Rome? Yes. Nothing can save you from Rome. Look. I don't think you two are any part of any plot to overthrow Rome. So, be on your way. Ooh, it's good Just go. Come on. Let's uh, but perhaps I'll stick around and see what this Jesus has to say. Perhaps I'll see a miracle today.
My servant is ill, paralyzed and in great pain. The servant of mine has been my servant since I was a small child. And I've grown quite fond of him. I would hate to lose him. Well, I will go to your home, and I will heal him. No, no. For I am unworthy to have you come under my, under my roof. Just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man under authority. And I could say to one soldier, go, and he goes. And another soldier, come, and he comes. And to my servants, do this, and they do it. Just say the word, and I know my servant will be healed. I haven't seen such great faith like I have in Israel. But go on your way. He will be healed because you have believed. We caught this woman in a very act of adultery. And the law clearly states she should be stoned. What do you say? Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Where are your accusers? Then I will not accuse you. I gotta go give this back to her. Go and sin no more. to you 
This time, Pilate, another baptizer, like, oh, what was his name? John, I believe. Yes. No, this one is some Galilean, a uh, traveling uh, preacher they called Jesus. Jesus? Jesus from Nazareth? Yes, I believe that is his name. I have heard things about him. Such as? Always the interrogator, aren't you my husband? 
It's my job to protect Rome from men like Jesus. And yes, I have heard rumors. I heard that he fed over 5,000 people with a lad's lunch, turned water into wine, and walked on the water. Unbelievable. Some even say that he's the son of... God, I know. I've heard the rumors too. So, what do you think of the rumors? Well, Pilate, to be honest, I don't know what to think. I just wish I could know more about this man. Don't tell me that you believe all this Messiah nonsense. Claudia, you are a Roman, and you would do well to think, to act, and to live like a Roman. Rome is not the be-all and end-all of the world, Pilate. It is to me, and because you are my wife, it would do well for you also. No, my husband. There has to be more to life than Rome. I feel it in my very soul. There has to be something emptiness. Something to give my life purpose and meaning. Even if it doesn't come from Rome. There has to be something. Or someone. And I intend to find out. Come here. Come. Tell me more about this man, Jesus. Tell me what you saw and heard today. Well, mistress, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. And he said, for God so loved the world that he sent Jesus and that we may have eternal life through him. Everyone seemed to love Jesus. Everyone except for the religious leaders like the Sanhedrin and Pharisees who said that he was just a fake, a blasphemer, just like all the other false prophets they had seen before. The chief priests hated him because he was too popular with the people, and they were so afraid they were going to lose their power. What they really hated was that he could see right through them. He could see right through their false righteousness and see their pride and hypocrisy. They hated him because he knew the truth about them, about their motives and who they really were deep down in their souls. So they plotted and schemed to come up with a way to get rid of him permanently. The Pharisees made a deal with one of Jesus' disciples, Judas, who betrayed Jesus for the price of 30 pieces of silver. On the night of the Passover, Jesus and his disciples gathered a final time to share the Passover meal. He spent his final minutes with his disciples, instructing them and encouraging them. He told them that he would be betrayed, condemned to death and murdered, but promised them that he would rise again. He assured them that he would always be with them, and he promised that he would return someday and take them to be with him forever. And then Jesus cut up from the table, wrapped a towel around his waist, and took a basin of water. And like a servant, he got down on his knees and washed their feet, showing them that you're never too great to be a servant, to serve others. Then Jesus had his last meal with his friends. Later, 
Jesus took his disciples to the Garden of Gethsemane, where he pleaded with them to stay awake and pray. While Jesus prayed and the disciples slept, Judas and the Pharisees arrived with soldiers and arrested Jesus. The disciples fled into the night. He was taken to the home of Caiaphas, the high priest, where the teachers of the law and the elders had assembled for an illegal trial. They continued asking questions and tormenting him through the night, insulting him, falsely accusing him, twisting his words, and striking him with their fists. And then, in the early hours of the morning, they finally asked the right question and got the answer that they had been waiting for. And then they sent him to Pilate, the Roman governor. Mistress, mistress, wake up, wake up. What? What is it? They've arrested him and have been questioning him all night. They called witnesses who told lies. They beat him up, tortured him, and... Who are you talking about? Jesus, they've arrested Jesus. That must be what I was dreaming about. It has troubled me greatly. Mistress, perhaps your dream was sent by God. Oh, please, you must help him. Those priests can question, threaten, and abuse Jesus all they want. But those priests do not take a man's life. They are bringing him here for judgment. They want him to be executed. Please, you must help. There must be something. What can I do? Please. What can I do? Please. How could I possibly? Those priests will need Rome's permission in order to condemn a man to death. And here in Jerusalem, Rome's permission can only be obtained through one man, the governor, my husband. Yes, I can do something. Thank you. I will talk with him. I must speak to my husband right away. Pilot, I must speak with you, please. Woman, I don't have time to talk to you right now. Can't you see that these priests are demanding that I condemn a man to death? They say that he threatens the nation and the empire. Are you talking about Jesus, the man from Nazareth? Yes, of course. No, Pilot, there must be some mistake. Jesus is no agitator against Rome. He is no dangerous criminal. Pilate, have nothing to do with this man. 
He is not guilty of any crime. You must do something. Claudia, I'm beginning to believe that you have more than just a passing curiosity about this Galilean carpenter. Tell me what you know about this man. I have heard that he heals people and he speaks of God's love. He is different. He is a holy man. Roman law and Roman justice is supposed to protect the innocent. And he is an innocent man who's been falsely accused. Hmm. Pilate, please. I have suffered so much from a terrible dream I had about this man, Jesus. A terrible dream? Yes. Am I supposed to make decisions that affect Rome based upon your dreams? I will not make life and death decisions based upon your dreams. They say that this man, Jesus, is the son of the living God. <laughs> If you, he was the son of the living God, do you think he would be in this predicament? Pilate, I beg you, do not condemn him. Do you want the responsibility of his death on your hands? Of course not. But I just can't let him go free. I must protect Rome and the emperor. You mean you must protect your position? Well, that's certainly part of it. Pilate, Jesus is not a criminal. He is a righteous man, an innocent man. Don't you understand that? I do understand. And I understand Caesar. And I must think of us. Pilate, you're wrong. You're going to let an innocent man be killed. Please, show him mercy and let him go. What charges do you bring against this man? He has been misleading our nation. He himself said that he was the Christ, our King. Speak now. Are you the King of the Jews? I am no earthly king. My kingdom is not of this world. So you are a king then? Yes, that is my purpose. But I have come to bring truth to the world. What is truth? I am the truth. Who are you? Who are you? Don't you know that I have the power to release you? You would have no power over me unless it was given to you from above. Centurion, what do you think about this man? Some say he is a, a healer. Some say he is a teacher. 
Some say he is the Jews' Messiah. All I know is that these religious leaders find him to be problematic. However, he and his disciples have have caused no problem for Rome. My wife says that he is a holy man and that he talks with God and does miracles. Yes, I've heard that he can calm the the storms on the sea. And he feeds hundreds and thousands of men with just a, a few fish and loaves. My wife says that he is able to heal people of their diseases. Yes, I've heard that too. In fact, I approached him regarding my servant who was sick to the point of death. And what happened? Well, he told me to go home, that my servant would be healed. And when I went home, it was as he said. You heard the way that he responded to my questions. He had no plea for mercy or asked for leniency. Do you think that he's insane? Excellency, I don't find him to be a lunatic. But what could he be but anything but insane? Perhaps a great man of great courage, Governor. Courage? Maybe so. But I wish to be rid of this whole rotten mess. These priests make me sick. They want Rome to take care of their problems. Well, make them decide. Have them make the decision for this Nazarene's fate. And if they want death? Well, then the decision will be theirs and not yours. Well thought out, Centurion. Like a true Roman. Let's hope that the people of Jerusalem think the same way that you do. This man does not deserve to die. Silence! I have questioned the man that you brought unto me at daylight, and I find him not guilty of any crimes against Rome. You take him and you judge him according to your own laws. Excellency, you know that we have no power to put a man to death. Only Rome, in all of his wisdom, can crucify a man. He has not done anything worthy of death. (laughs) Shall I crucify your king? If you let him go, 
You were no friend, Caesar. You know the custom of Rome at the time of the Passover is to let a prisoner go free. How about I chastise your king and release him? No, no. Away with this man. Give us Barabbas. But but Barabbas is a, a thief and a murderer. What has this man done? He's made himself out to be the son of God. That alone deserves death. Centurion, lay the whip to this man's back. Maybe this blood will satisfy this bloodthirsty mob. My faithful father Tender mercies like a river with no end, it overwhelms me, covers my sin each time I come into your presence. I stand in wonder once again Cause your grace still amazes me Your love is still a mystery each day Still amazes me Cause your grace Still amazes me Savior You make me whole You are the author and the healer of my soul What can I give you Lord what can I say I know there's no way to repay you only to offer you my praise your grace still amazes me your love Still a mystery each 
each day. I fall my knees, cause your grace still amazes me. Cause your grace still amazes me. innocent man. He is not guilty. He is your responsibility. Let his blood be upon our heads and upon our children. So be it. Centurion, take this man and let him be crucified.
acids gave in to mob violence. Today, Roman justice has been trampled under our feet. And an innocent man has been sent to his death. You saw what happened. They were not letting him go free. I had no choice. There are always choices, pilot. And today, you chose to be a coward.
This man was the Son of God.
forgive him I heard you faintly say Still in my heart I feel so guilty I know the truth is the debt was mine to pay How could it be right that it happened this way A fallen and sinful life I was leading Now why is your body torn and bleeding It should have been my hands Where the nails were It should have been It should have been my feet Where the nails were
really starting to bug me. All this fuss, and for what? Some Jewish prophet who rode into town on a donkey. Yeah, well, this Jewish prophet said that he'd die and rise again later. So that's why we're here. We gotta guard him. Make sure he doesn't come back. He ain't coming back. He's dead. Remember Marcus put a spear in his side? Listen, Look, dead men don't come back. I, don't under I understand your point. I'm not arguing with you. But we have free weekend guard duty now. Just a weekend? You sure? Yeah, Jesus said he'd die and rise again in three days. So if anything's gonna happen, it's gonna be this weekend. Well, nothing's gonna be happening at this tomb. Like I said, he's dead. His disciples are hiding out somewhere, scared of their own shadows. Hey, you got that right, but this place is kind of creepy, though. Good thing the rest of the squad's over there in case something happens. What could possibly happen? It's a tomb. We're Roman soldiers. No one's getting inside that tomb, and for sure, no one's coming out. You got that right. <laughs> <laughs> Attention! Show some respect for the dead. Now get to your posts.
this morning. As we watch these Roman soldiers march on out, I firmly believe that Satan had his soldiers there. That Easter morning, and the lines of defense that put a stranglehold on the grave were broken through because Jesus is alive. I ask you this question, what side of Easter are you living on? If you're living on the wrong side of Easter, then Jesus is dead to you. And you're spiritually dead. You're cut off from God's best. His favor, his goodness, his grace in your life, his hope forevermore. That's what the enemy of your soul really desires. The devil wants you living on the wrong side of Easter. A side that keeps our Lord and Savior dead to you. Listen, if our only hope is a dead Savior, then we're in the same boat as the Buddhists. We're in the same boat as the followers of Confucius. We're in the same boat as the Muslims. For, for the record is clear. Buddha is dead. Confucius is dead. Muhammad is dead. But our Jesus, he's alive forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Romans couldn't keep him dead. The religious leaders couldn't conquer him. The demons and the devils of hell, death itself, couldn't conquer Jesus. He's the unconquerable Christ. Risen from the dead, alive forevermore. And he's here this morning, right now, walking up and down these aisles. I ask you, have you tried to conquer him? Have you tried to find real happiness, real joy through people or pleasure, prosperity, popularity? And you keep coming up empty. And Jesus is still there, knocking at the door of your heart, saying, I love you. I went the distance for you. Every drop of my blood said, I love you. I paid the price for your sins at the cross. And I rose from the dead with resurrection life so that you could have a changed life so that you can live forever as well how about it isn't it time that you would say yes to Jesus and open the door of your heart and let him in if you do he'll make you unconquerable as well isn't it time to say yes to Him? He is the only way, the only truth, the only life. 
Because heaven is real. Hell is real. And eternity, it's just a breath away. Bow your heads with me now. I ask that every eye would be closed in the reverence of this moment. Isn't it time you say yes to Jesus? We have not invited you here just for entertainment. You are here not by happenstance or accident. You are here this day, this Easter morning, under divine appointment. God purposed that you would be here to be given this invitation. I'm about to pray a prayer. A prayer of salvation. A prayer that can change you in the here and now and give you eternal life forevermore in heaven. If you would like to be included in this prayer, I'm going to give you that opportunity. Every head is bowed. Every eye is closed. If you're not sure you're, you're right with God, and you want to be sure you're right with God, you want to be sure that your sins have been cleansed and forgiven, if you want to be sure that heaven is your home, and you'd like to be included in this prayer, that will change you in the here and now and change you forevermore and give you a home in heaven. If you'd like to be included in this prayer, just lift up your hand right now. It's a sign of your faith. Just lift up your hand right now and I'll include you in this prayer. No one will be embarrassed. Heads are bowed. Eyes are closed. No one is looking around. This is between you and God. Just lift up that hand right now. Yes, yes, yes. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Lift it up for Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. Yes, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I see those hands. Especially heaven sees those hands. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, young person. Thank you. Yes, up in the balcony, we see those hands. Lift it up for Jesus. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. And I want to pray that prayer of salvation. And I want to especially have you pray that prayer with me. Repeat it after me. Everyone repeat it out loud. Keep those hands up and own this prayer. Put your heart into what you're about to pray. Believe it with all of your heart. Are you ready? Together, let's pray it. Dear Jesus, I confess I am a sinner. I've sinned. But Jesus... You're my Savior. I believe you died for me. And I believe you rose from the dead with resurrection life. I want that life, Jesus. A new life. A changed life. Thank you, Jesus, for cleansing me. For changing me. For giving me new life. I thank you, Jesus, that I'm born again. I'm saved. In the name of Jesus, I receive this as I believe it. Amen. You may put those hands down. Hallelujah. 
That is the greatest miracle of Easter. Easter is all about new life. Committing your life to Jesus is the greatest decision you can make for all time and all eternity. Are you sure you don't want to go with me? That Sunday morning, when we first heard the Centurion's report, we didn't know what to say, what to think, what to do. Something incredible had happened. Something exciting, unexpected, and astonishing. Jesus had walked out of that tomb alive unbelievable that priest came and alleged that the followers of Jesus had stolen his body he demanded that the soldiers guarding the tomb be executed but Pilate laughed in their faces and told those priests to get out and to stay out after all we had the sworn eyewitness testimony, not only of the soldier guarding the tomb, but the eyewitness testimony of the centurion, a respected, lifelong soldier of Rome. Since then, there have been reports of Jesus being seen alive by over 500 men. Jesus' followers are being called believers now. They meet on the first day of the week, Sunday, to pray, to worship, and to teach new believers, like me, about Jesus. They teach that Jesus' death on the cross was God's plan to save us, to make us clean and right and new in his eyes. The cross was God's plan to give us a new life, a new day every day. I never met Jesus face to face. I never heard him teach. But he changed my life. He was the something, the someone that I had been looking for to bring purpose and meaning to my life. In the judgment hall, Pilate asked Jesus, Who are you? I know who Jesus is. And I'm not afraid to tell anyone who wants to know. Jesus is the living Son of God. He is my Lord, my Savior, and my King.
lies as the stars and rising sun And your power raises mountains like the dawn How could I not worship? How could I not worship? Cause you knew my name before my life began And my very days are carved by your own hands How could I not worship? How could I not worship? You are my God rescued my heart and I can barely breathe when I sing how great you are you are my king and none can compare you took the crown of thorns that no one else could wear I just can't stop my heart I just can't stop my hallelujah There's nothing in my heart that I won't give For it's by your grace I know what mercy is How could I not worship how could I not worship? Not worship you. Oh, you are my God. You've rescued my heart. And I can barely breathe when I see how great you are. You are my King. And none can compare You took the crown of thorns That no one else could wear I just can't stop my hallelujah My hallelujah I just can't stop my
Everybody rise and see. 